Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. And I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I talk about every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And in this episode, <laughs> we're getting to what this the Berlantiverse, as it's called, or the DCWverse, tries for the first time, which becomes a tradition. And it's the show-wide crossover. Mm-hmm. So like once a season? Yes. Do they do this? Yeah, from okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets better and better. The, the, the next one is epic and fantastic. Cool. And then the one after that is fun. And mm-hmm. then the following one is Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is, you know, just mind blowing. Epic. But, yep. Um, this, they, what they choose, the story they choose for this, and they don't include Supergirl um, as far as part of the crossover. Literally, the episode of Supergirl that's quote unquote part of the crossover in the last scene of a completely unrelated plot the flash pop, you know pops in didn't they have that scene where it's like hey we need your help and that was it right so, um but she knew uh she knew the flash yes because they had met in the first season of supergirl in a crossover there you go, there you go. yeah which was a crossover of a cw character onto a um, cbs show Right. Supergirl was on CBS the first season and they said, no, thank you. Interesting. Which also, by the way, um, Supergirl, this, uh, after this next season, the sixth season is coming to an end yeah. on yeah. the CW. Yeah. And I know I always uh, joke about how man, none of these shows get fucking canceled because of Berlanti and everything. However, I was listening to another podcast talk about it. She's also starting a family. And she is also the, the back one of the, the backbone of that show. So any decision that was made was a group decision, including the star of the show. Yeah, I or maybe imagine. just hers. Maybe just hers. You never know. Possibly. Uh, um, it, uh, well, what's the average? How many series? What's the longest running of these shows now? Well, Arrow and yeah, Arrow is, eight. Arrow got eight. eight. It, but and then it's done. It's already done. Yes, Arrow's over. Oh, okay, ended this past season in the eighth. In the eighth season was an abbreviated season that led as um, the lead up into Crisis on Infinite Earths. It wasn't necessary to watch it to enjoy Crisis, but if you're a completist, sure, it, it was giving you all the buildup to it. Mm-hmm. So they managed to get eight. Now I know Legends is contracted for eight, so I don't know if they're all. Con- I don't. I have no idea how it fucking works. But interesting. Okay. So the story they're choosing to base this crossover on is Invasion, mm-hmm. which I remember when they announced this, it was like kind of, sort of a big deal. It was on like the cover of Entertainment Weekly. And I was like, oh, that's odd. You know, like this, Matt, they, they, they've always been in the pocket for these shows too, which I, I appreciate. Right. You know, I think so, yeah, yeah, Weekly. yeah. Oh, yeah. they love them. They love these shows. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was, that's a strange story to use as the crossover because Quick background, deep DC nerd shit for any of you who don't know about this 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 garbage. 1989, the big DC crossover was Invasion, and it was three big comics that came out monthly, and they tied into most of the other comics in the universe. They all had tie-ins. And I remember, like, I wasn't really reading comics a lot at the time, but I picked up a, a copy of the first one, and grabbed my interest and I, and I read all three of them and I had fond memories of them and it kind of helped get me back into just one other comic, the funny justice league. Mm-hmm. And 
I recently reread them on the DC app and they're awful. They're terrible. There's some, Hmm. there's, there's some good shit, but it all in all, it stinks. Is it the same idea? It's the same general idea, but in this one, it's, Mm -hmm. it's far more, a far bigger scope. Earth is invaded. All the superheroes are fighting. It's an army. The dominators are the brains in charge, but it's a coalition of all Mm -hmm. the famous alien races in DC Mm. coming to invade the earth to take out the metahumans. So get rid of all that. Get dominators want to take out metahumans and you got the plot of what what they break it down for the TV show. I see. So I was like, do you remember there was, I don't know if you were reading or even aware, I think it was probably like 13 or 12 or 13 years ago, there was Secret Invasion in uh, Marvel. There was a Marvel crossover. Yeah, yeah. Where it was all like everyone, had, they'd been like this year long plan, their years long the plan. Scrolls, the scrolls, right? scrolls were like infiltrating. That was pretty great. That was Brian Michael Bendis, I think. Mm. Um, and the yeah, I remember. I, I remember in the dying days of Wizard Magazine reading about that. I know a lot about what went on in comics it was sort of to the nineties and into the, the aughts yeah. just because I read wizard magazine when it was good. Mm-hmm. And then that, when was out. it done? When I did don't wizard remember. Die? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I used to God, spend way too much money on that as well. Uh, well, it was, Game. it was after 2007. I know that. So, yeah. Okay. So let's get started. Cause we got a lot to talk about. So the first, yeah. and that I know, and I'll just go ahead with the Netflix synopsis because these are hilarious for all three different shows. Trying just one and why not use the same one? But mm-hmm. for we'll find out when, we, when I talk about the IMDb, people furious about the concept of a crossover. But well, I only watched The Flash. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Um, and here's the, the the Netflix synopsis um, from the episode of The Flash that we're going to start with. When an iron-fisted Alien species threatens all metahumans. Barry assembles Supergirl, Team Arrow, and the Legends for an all-out battle. Like, oh, that, that gets me. That's okay. not bad. Is metahumans just another word? Is there a word for superheroes? No. No, is it meta- mutants? No. Um, in Marvel, I think they use superhumans. Okay. Um, in DC, since the late 80s, metahumans is what people with powers are. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's just any kind of person who has superpowers is a metahuman, and uh, mm-hmm. but superhero is different. That's one thing we hear in the in these shows that I always appreciate. In, in anything Marvel, they don't hardly ever do they say with a straight face, "I'm a superhero." You mm-hmm. know, they try to avoid that. So do the DC movies. These TV shows, they're like, "Hey, you know, we're superheroes." You know, we're superheroes. Yeah, you know, this is what superheroes yeah. do, and I love it. I'm like, yeah, good. That's what the comics sound like. <laughs> Embrace it. I think. Sure. Anyway, so we start with this episode of The Flash. So I'm going to run this down. They're at Star Labs. And you got first the Wests, and that's Wally West, Joe West, and Iris West. Iris is Barry's love interest. Joe is his foster parent, foster father, which makes Iris in this show his foster sister he grew up with since a kid and then they they went romantic with it which is always weird and wally west who is kid flash and here and in the comics we also have in the group caitlin and caitlin is uh she's a doctor and a scientist who just recently 
found out that she ha has another uh, side identity and powers as Killer Frost. So, okay. yeah, they sat on that for three, se uh, three seasons until they turned her into Killer Frost. Who, you might have, that might ring some bells, I would imagine, as a bad guy you've heard yeah, of. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay. okay. I won't even bother with um, the Tom Cavanaugh and the, and the Wells stuff. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's, okay. Don't, unless, you, unless you care. Yeah, we'll get to it. Like, I know you told me that he takes on the reverse Flash role later, right? He takes on a, he plays a different Wells every season of the Flash from a, from a different part of the multiverse. Hmm. Okay. So each season he's, they even down to, almost like on um, Rick and Morty, there's a council of Wells across yeah. the multiverse. That's yeah. funny. Um, and then you got Cisco, who's also Vibe, the superhero Vibe. And he's uh, the dude with the long hair, and he's Barry's best friend, the Flash. But not right now. Because yeah, they're on the rocks. Is, yep, because this is after, and this is a major point, point, this is after Flashpoint, where the Flash went back, saved his mom from the reverse Flash, created an alternate timeline, it all went fucking wrong, came back, fixed it, and shit went wrong, including Cisco's brother now is dead in this new timeline. So he holds a grudge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's get to some fucking aliens. Yeah. A meteorite crashes in Central City. The Flash runs out there to get it. And he's it's not a meteorite. And it explodes full of CG aliens just running like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this first batch, they weren't looking so, so great. <laughs> um, I, think, I think they got a little better as it went on. Mm. You know what I mean? I do like a lot. Um, like the last, uh, the last fight with with them in the in the legends thing looked mm. better than they had looked in any other parts. Mm. But at the beginning here, I thought they were looking uh, yeesh, like there, Godzilla. There are there are a lot of things that happen in these three episodes of TV because of budget reasons as well. Mm -hmm. They were not given some huge budget to pull off this giant crossover, as we will. <laughs> You will find mm -hmm. strange reasons for characters suddenly not appearing. <laughs> right. And with weird explanations as to why. I do love Grant Gustin's line delivery, though, when he gets on the comms after the aliens run over and he just goes, he goes like, aliens! Just totally freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. I don't, this is The Flash? The Flash, yeah. The, the actor who plays The Flash. Hmm. I love him. You, you don't get to see a lot in these crossovers, but if you get yeah, to see him on a weekly I, I can't basis, say I, I haven't. I haven't fallen for him. I'm not charmed. I'll tell you that much. Oh, but I haven't okay. really been charmed by uh, Amel either. Amel, really? like, I'd like him a little more. Um, I like I like the Flash more under the under the hood. Uh, hmm. I like Nate uh, as an actor without, <laughs> not under the hood, obviously. Oh, uh, I yeah. think uh, that helmet, dude. Oh. Um, boy, like, yeah, something about him showing up after, again, well, I, I didn't watch the Arrow episode, but when Nate shows up in that, uh, like, third, or when we're in the, the Legends up, uh -huh. and he's talking with a couple of people, like, for me, it felt like a breath of fresh air that here's somebody, oh, okay, we've got somebody who's, who's a, like a steady pro. Um, and there's not, there's not bad acting on Flash, but it's not great acting. It doesn't feel like great ensemble. Like right away, I'm feeling like it has the same, I felt the same sort of clunky 
it has the same rhythm and cadence as Legends of Tomorrow, which makes me think all of these fucking shows are like this. And I, I don't know if I could, like, I, I'm, I'm sticking with this project with you, buddy, but this mm-hmm. would get to me after a while. Well, uh, I, I see what you mean, but this is also, they're all, they all sound the same here because they all, the same people wrote the entire crossover. So it all, and <clears throat> like what I, what the, let's see. The Flash doesn't always sound like this. It never doesn't always sound this clunky. The mm. clunkiness here in this and then the Arrow episode, which you didn't really watch, is because of them trying to figure out how to do what they're doing here because they're trying to serve two masters. And yeah. they, they give that up. They give it up next season. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's like but it, I can tell you, like even within this, within whatever this is, these three shows, I thought that Supergirl was great. I thought uh, Nate stood out. I thought, uh, you know, I'd like uh, Katie Lotz is always uh, solid. Although, like, you know, in, in this, I don't think this was really, she wasn't as showcased as much in mm-hmm. this. Well, that's just it. As There's some of the others. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, there was people who stood out, even, like, through the subject matter. And for me, a lot of the Flash cast was all kind of, like, I would, I like, I feel like I'd have a, a tough time uh sitting through a full season of the flash well that's what i'm saying is it it doesn't usually sound like this yeah doesn't okay um i'm just talking about the actors like the actors didn't do it yeah but but the but the lines but saying with the lines that are given here nothing really matters to them it's all but they're trying to make it here's the thing when i say to serve two masters with these that are kind of like well this episode is for people like the flash and we're gonna just have the Flash is cast involved in this uh, as the background characters. And then we're, you know, and try to give each show equal time within a crossover instead of just making them one, two, three, four parts of a story. And that's why this is so clunky. I agree. Boy, mm-hmm. what, you, what you didn't watch in that Arrow episode with Team Arrow in the Arrow Cave, I'm glad you didn't watch because it's yeah. cringy bad. Yeah. And, like, well, I'm, and I'm like, Arrow's not normally like that. Yeah. It's it's just I think they were trying to write for the crossover while trying to get give every cast member something to do. I'm just saying this isn't representative. Okay. I'm just and I'm well, I'm just yeah, telling yeah. you it fe- it felt like early legends uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and if I hadn't been you know committed to this project with you I probably wouldn't have finished uh, legends after you know if it was something I came upon mm-hmm. I would not have made the the independently made the. Uh, you know, decision to start watching it if I if I'd started from the beginning. You know what I mean, right? So let's get back to the story. Yeah, because yeah. we got an actor I really want to talk about. Okay. First of all, so the government agents are on the site. We meet Lila, uh, Lila Michaels from Argus. She's a head of the, the that's the big secret you know, service organization uh, spies. That Shield, I guess the best way to describe it to you, Marvel people. Sure, and. We had this old dude with glasses. His name was Agent Smith. And he's there. He's sort of the, the he's the bad guy in this. He's the, yeah. the bad guy. And yeah. I had to look him up. Okay. And I was shocked as to who this was. Okay. His name I is- felt like it had to be somebody who had either done something before. <laughs> something. Okay, yeah, tell me who he was. He's done everything. He yeah. his name is Donnelly Rhodes, Donnelly Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And he 
got his start in the late 60s. He was in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid as a gunslinger. And he was just in everything. There's too much Golden Girls, but everything, just too much to list. And this was his last role before he passed. Oh, my God. The last thing he ever did. And what stood out to me was, like, wait a minute. And then I saw him, like, oh, my God. He played Dutch on the TV show Soap. I don't know if you've ever seen (laughs) Soap. I I, I know of it. I've seen clips of Soap, but I never watched it. Soap was a big deal. Yeah. I loved. So I loved it as a kid. My mom let me watch Soap. And she, I remember she said, you shouldn't be watching this, but you're not going to understand a lot of it. And let yeah, me yeah. watch soap. And I'd watch the soap marathons in my 20s and everything. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. And Dutch was a recurring character through like one whole season. And he yeah. played Dutch. And I was like, holy shit, I never saw that. So I just, it blew my mind. It totally yeah. blew my mind. That's crazy. I... Uh, I mean, it's like, that's wild that that was his last role. I wonder if he was sick. Um, because I got to say, I didn't, I, I, it felt like he was struggling. I thought. Well, he parts, was 80 and this was his last role. So yeah, that's what I mean. Was. He might, this might've been like a uh, kind of a, I don't know. Thank you for your service. Kind of. Uh, last but, part. I, but I prepared a little bio about him because yeah. it's one of yours. Born and raised in Winnipeg, Canada, Donnelly mm-hmm. Rhodes trained to be a warden in the National Park Service in Manitoba and joined the Royal Canadian Air Force as an airman mechanic before finally settling into his long and successful career as an actor. Wow. Wild. What a life, man. <laughs> That's crazy. See, now I don't like I was, man, I was ready to just like tear his, his, his performance yeah. apart. I don't want to say anything else about it anymore. <laughs> Guy's a goddamn national hero. Should be on our money. That's <laughs> uh, hilarious. So, Lila, Agent Smith doesn't want to do anything about it. Lila's like, "Fuck this!" Goes and tells the Flash, shows him the footage for the last time they were there in 1951. Plays him a message, said they're coming again and they're coming in peace. And she said, "But let us handle it." And they're like. You can't take the song alone. He's like, I'm not going to be alone. And he goes and goes to get Green Arrow. And uh, Green Arrow and his partner, uh, John Diggle, who goes by the codename Spartan, uh, which they came up with way later because like, we need to give him a superhero name too, Spartan. <laughs> it never, never really Does fit. that come from anything? No. I think they made it up for the show. <laughs> I was going to say, for Diggle, you should have just gone with Diggs. I would have called him Diggs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He could have had a shovel gimmick. <laughs> the shoveler. That was William H. Macy's character in uh, oh, that, uh, Mystery Men. Mystery Men. Yeah. Underrated movie. Really good movie, actually. Mm. Um, I just I remember there were so many ads for it that it made yeah. me hate it before it came out. Oh, really? No. Yeah, it was one of those things. They, they must have played Janine Garofalo saying, maybe you want to put on some clothes before going and fighting crime. It felt like it was on every other commercial know, to, the mean, point, to the it's point hilarious. where I was like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see yeah. it. <laughs> I get it. That's funny. So they're, they're tracking down Vigilante, who is one of the bad guys in this uh, season of Arrow and uh, is a character first uh, seen in a New Teen Titans. Uh, hmm. 
they begun awesome, awesome debut of a character who then they gave his own, he was basically the Punisher of DC. Great origin. They tried to give him his own book and it sucked. And that's vigilante <laughs> pretty much. But he's used better on this show than he, his, his book ever was. Right. He's shooting at the good guys and Flash rescues them and takes them back to the mayor's office, Travis, because Green Arrow is the mayor of Star yeah. City. Yeah. <laughs> and in his office, oh, we also see Felicity Smoke. She's the brains of the operation and the love interest of uh, Green Arrow, which they never talk about here. And in the office is uh, Oliver's sister, Thea, who on Arrow is Speedy, the sidekick for a little while. And they go to great lengths to explain why she has been trained and she's deadly and an ass kicker. And I never bought it. I never yeah. bought it because she's That's so the one had slight. The, the red, red uh, mask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's adorable. She's, ador she's like Natalie Imbruglia. Cute. Oh, she's fun. I mean, I, I always enjoy watching her. But yeah. when they said, That's what you're I mean. going to yeah, be yeah, an yeah. ass kicking superhero now. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. The only way you could it would work for her is to make it like kind of have like kind of a pixie type powers you know what i mean then he got something like maybe no, more she's... jubilee more jubilee than uh more less 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 white canary more jubilee i don't no, know no, she's league of assassins league of assassin trained yeah you know, all that shit yeah that doesn't yeah. fit then then miscast yeah yeah well i don't think they thought about that when they started this show in fact i know mm -hmm. they didn't when they started she's, arrow she's gorgeous she's a really really cute face and uh yeah like a like marketable face so uh, mm -hmm. And she fits in with like the, the rest of these like good looking young people that they just load this thing up with. Oh, by the way, I saw. I, oh, yeah. It's a CW show. Of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just saw today somewhere. I didn't realize this because I didn't watch it. But Nick Zano plays Nate. Uh, he, I guess he was on that one reboot of 902 and 0 they did a few years earlier. Oh, really? Like, that makes perfect sense. That's funny. That's I read I read for that uh, 90210 reboot. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not get the part. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Was it to, oh God, I hope it wasn't to Nick Zano because that can make this uh, awkward. Oh boy, that would be great if I got to meet <laughs> I'd so, love to work with him. He's impressed me though. He's impressing me the most uh, from from episode to episode here. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's the second best actor on the show right now. To be honest, he's. I I told you, man. You get used yeah. to him, and you once he yeah. gets once he gets comfortable here, he's. And that's what and that's what's even shocking is that he's barely been there. Like he feels more comfortable than Routh in parts. I think. Mm. And just more settled in. Like I know this is like they're having to deal with like other. Um, people but so was he like when he, when they walk onto that ship and he's there with the two people from the flash that's, that's what yeah. i mean like yeah. he just stands out like like this guy is so comfortable he's got an ease with which he 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 commands the television screen that i haven't seen since <sighs> young uh, scott wolf mm. no 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 no, no. i'm gonna say like a brecken meyer maybe i was gonna say <laughs> You motherfucker, you got me. I didn't see it coming. So it was too late. It was too late. It was, it was a two seconds after Scott Wolf. I went, oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> and I know what you mean. The scene, the scene yeah. you're talking about is Cisco and Felicity are on the wave rider and they're being annoying. And he's just walk, trying to walk through, just trying to, hey, we got to get yeah. somewhere scene. Yeah. Like, oh, what's this thing? What what what's this thing running? Don't know. Yeah. What, what, I just uh, can we go? go it, 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 that's how yeah. I felt. That's how I yeah. felt because right. they, these other two 
characters were annoying me. Mm-hmm. The blonde, <laughs> the girl, uh, started winning me over in the Legends of Tomorrow episode when she played really prominently in that. Mm-hmm. That's what you, you're talking about. How like yeah, this is a super Flash centric episode. By the time it gets to Legends of Tomorrow, it's still pretty fifty fifty with Flash. I think you're still like they're still they have to pay off that the buddy storyline and like I. Oh, I made a mistake in the, when I went yeah. back in time. Oh, everybody can do these things. Like that mm-hmm. was so weak. That was so it was so weak. weak. <laughs> it was so weak. When it's Cisco going, holy shit, I fucked up time too. I forgive oh. Barry. I was like, because they were also trying to, this is another problem I have with this crossover. And I, and I enjoyed this for what it was. But one of my mm-hmm. problems was why they, they're trying to press forward salient plot points of the individual shows in the crossover instead of saying no the crossover should be its own event yeah that, that, that we don't need to, to, to you know if you and barry are mad at each other solve that shit on the shows outside of the crossover mm-hmm. but this is the guinea pig as you're saying here yeah, it is trying to yeah because the only legends thing really is stein fine and his daughter yeah that's the only that legend storyline that whole <laughs> yeah. fucking thing we, we just talk about that and, and you're right but there's there are some really great moments especially in the by the time it gets to the legends episode that's when it's really awesome i thought yeah i, I agree thought, yeah it, it's just that it's 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 burdened by backstory of the other shows mm-hmm. that's the problem and mm-hmm. and legends like i said they're only backstory here is Stein shit, and the other is like, no, we time travel, and that's what we fucking do. <laughs> and there's not a word about the evil speedster. There's not a word about, you know, anything. Right. You know, right. I think Damien Dark might be brought up once oh, in, in the Arrow episode. There's Damien Dark Sarah stuff briefly, but it doesn't. Yeah. And so let's just talk about Stein and his daughter. So at one point, they're trying to figure out how to make a weapon to fight these aliens, and Caitlin. Figures, I'll go get Stein's daughter to help out. She's a genius, too. And, uh, and, get, and because she doesn't realize that Stein's daughter is an aberration. She mm-hmm. was an accident in time. Mm-hmm. And Stein's never met her before. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, he slowly gets to know her. He's at first, he's great to go back in time and erase her. Just, I was like, that's cold-blooded, motherfucker. Bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> and... By the end, of course, through the plot device that we've come to love so much, in the middle of a solemn conversation about something completely different, they come up with a solution to their problem. (laughs) Again? Again. And Stein looks at her and he says, I feel like I'm looking at you for the very first time. (laughs) And they go, okay. And there we go. And that's the Uh legends. It's like, that's the only that legend. Is, yeah, in the flash, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get down to, ugh, let's see here. It's aliens invading. Yeah, the uh, aliens are fucking invading. They Star- won't let Wally join the fight. That's yeah, they, they won't let Wally join the fight. Blah, 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 his sister. Don't worry about any of that shit. So Barry <laughs> says, you know, we need the legends. So they send the legends mentions. They show up, and they're at this Star Lab site, though. And this mm-hmm. geeked me out the first time I saw it. I just loved it. It's it's the fucking Hall of Justice from Super Friends. Yeah, that's the, it's the I, I, the first time I saw that I would just was gleeful. Yeah, with with not just so much geek joy. That's an image from when I was six mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Saturday mornings. The Hall of Justice. Mm-hmm. 
And apparently it's, they kind of CGI'd it up because it, it was based on an actual train station in Cincinnati. So they took pictures and then CGI'd it up right. uh, for that. And uh, that, uh, <laughs> so much of bad stuff about this. I'm like, that's enough for me. A plus 10 stars. I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the wave rider shows up. Barry and Cisco go get Supergirl. And I love this a little bit because I think Melissa Benoist is wonderful. Which one is that? Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. And she's really good. And she greets him as Kara. Barry! Da, 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 da. And he's like, I need your help. And her tone changes just a little. Mm-hmm. What are we up against? And that's mm-hmm. that classic Clark Kent Superman sure. voice. And, and she just does it so slightly. And it's, mwah. She's yeah. great. Yeah. She's, she, she's also big. Uh, she can also go back to doing Broadway stuff too. She starred as, um, oh gosh, uh, Carol King in that Carol King, uh, oh yeah, show on Broadway. Yeah, she, hmm. she started. She's, you know, she could do that. You, you can raise Carol a family King? a lot easier. Carol Kane, King, hey, good luck, Storm in the castle. Yeah, I made a reference to something that comes later. <laughs> <laughs> The whole Simca first act is my my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so they bring her back. Uh, the legends down there. They, they do the I love the explanation. Uh, it's just the OG legends. They're like, yeah, we left the newbies on the ship, Nate and Amaya, mm-hmm. and because there's only so much budget. <laughs> sure, Once again, Supergirl. Oh, you don't want to like overload this thing. Yeah. Well, that, there's still- that too. There's that reason yeah. too. But it, doing the research, I did. There's reasons why certain characters suddenly. I'll just we'll mention right now in part two where Green Arrow's like, you know what, Supergirl, in the middle of this alien invasion, I think you better just stay back because I can't handle it. Yeah. Was we don't have the special effects budget and we just need to save her for the end. That sure. was it. Yeah. That's the, that's why um, Speedy. That's why Thea after they escape the ship and they do the quick. Thanks for taking her home, Nate. No, no problem. Mm-hmm. Was, that was a budget reason too, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they were yeah. granted after this season, the, the next crossover, they're like, "Oh, here's all the money. It's just yeah. all the TV money." spread it out a bit better too. Mm-hmm. As I said, this is all, all sorts of guinea pig things that they're having. Well, it really, out. this is ambitious. This is an ambitious a, thing that shows don't usually do. Well, that's what I was about to say. Who's done anything like this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I can't really think of it, you know, mm-hmm. like they did. Uh, maybe, or here, usually, but... Yeah. Yeah. They'll do it. Three's company did it with the ropers. Okay. 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 The shared universe of happy yeah. days, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, Joni. Yeah. Okay. You top know. of the heap, top of the heap and married with children. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> top of the heap. Holy moly. I know. <laughs> Who was the star? And I'm not talking about what's his face for friends, but who was the star of that? I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Oh, Joe uh, Bologna. Was it Joe Bologna? Joe, you're right. You're right. He's hey, bro- come on. You're a loser. Of course you're going to screw up. He's, like, he just, he's always just like a disapproving dad. He's great. Have you yeah. never seen um, the movie My Favorite Year? No. Oh, I command you, sir. You, yeah. uh, okay. ASAP. My favorite year, Joe Bologna is fantastic in that. Mm-hmm. So funny. It's a Peter O'Toole movie. So funny. Bologna has a first has a first name. Yeah. It's Joe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we 
You're taking way too long here. So stupid. My, my wife, so stupid. Yeah, I told my wife I'd get started earlier today, and I know we've got to talk about two things. All so. right, I'll get through. We'll get, Supergirl shows them the powers. Uh, they cut to the Dominators. They got a device say there's going to be a war. So they do this bit with Supergirl um, to explain who everybody is to all the viewers at home. Yeah. Uh, she's going in. She's got all their first names, so she's pointing at them, saying the first names, and they say their superhero name. And just because of how cute she is, I th- I'm thinking this is working. And this leads to one of only two times, and it's in these episodes, you ever hear the word heat wave. Mm-hmm. They don't call him heat wave ever yeah. again. You'll like never that, hear it though. again. I like that he said it. Yeah, I like, like I, yeah, I wish yeah. they'd call him heat wave more. I like it. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, that's, that's, how, that's what I based my impression on. When she's like, Mick and you're a heat wave. Is that how? <laughs> Oh, uh, heat wave. It's like, yeah. <laughs> he paused because like he, he had forgot. to remember. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got a, I got a superhero name. <laughs> so uh, Barry's filling him in on the Dominator. Supergirl mentions that they got him in her world. Um, they're trying to decide who's in charge. And Ollie defers to Barry. He says, hey, Barry's in charge because he brought us together as Green Arrow. And then Ollie just starts coaching him and telling him what to do. Uh-huh. Which yeah, I that was pretty was good. That cute. was pretty good. That was pretty good. And especially because... As he's telling him what to do, Sarah turns around and says, are we just supposed to pretend that we don't hear him yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Ollie and Supergirl meet. Ollie doesn't really care for her, apparently. He's like, don't hold back. And he's rude to Kara. Because the whole thing with Ollie through all these is, this is all too much for him. This all started. It was just him and Sarah fighting ninjas, and now it's aliens, you know? Right. So that's, it's blowing his green mind, man. And... <laughs> Yeah. And so, oh, this, I like this scene where Barry comes up to Snart. I mean, Snart. Barry comes up to Ray. He's like, hey, we're Snart. And he's like, yeah. oh, we forgot to tell you. You know, he saved us all. You know, he sacrificed himself. He died a hero. And Barry goes, a legend. And, I'm, and, and, they, and, they, and they played a little bit of music from Legends behind it. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah, that works for me. <laughs> there you go. You got to at least mention him. Sure. And, you know, skip the Iris and Wally drama. And I don't know. Oh, Cisco tells Felicity why he's mad about Flashpoint. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, the other plot. I forgot. The goddamn message from old Barry. None of this makes any fucking sense to me. Even how they could finally Stein and Jax tell Barry, hey, we got to talk to you about this message from the future. And they play it for him and Ollie. And they explain that it was him sending a message to Rip not to trust himself because he changed things during Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, what? I, I, yeah, don't, I don't, so- I don't, what? I don't, I, I felt, I think they had to write themselves out of a hole because they'd immediately went to what's Flashpoint and then having to explain to everybody what he fucking did. But mm-hmm. I was, I was thinking maybe it'll make sense, you know, when mm-hmm. I re- rewatch it. No, yeah. doesn't. No. Yeah, it's just a way. I think I guess it's just like they knew at the beginning of Legends season that they're going to have to do this crossover, and so we've got to plant this in there somewhere. But they hadn't really dotted every I or crossed every T or, or, or kind of. I, I guess maybe it's better to use math things. They hadn't filled out the entire equation. They had already did had they, answers. Did they they out, already did, had. Did they, they fill out the equation on one of those cool uh, glass boards like we get to see? Again? Yeah, I think so. But I think they got to the end first and then realized, oh shit, we forgot to carry the Y. Damn it. Mm. <laughs> so they kind of they had to retcon it. I think you're yep. right. Yep. 
So, all right. So the president gets fucking uh, uh, ice kidnapped. just killed. Oh no, it's sorry. Kill that was my no, yeah. no, fuck it. So the president gets fucking kidnapped by the dominators. Uh, they're all gonna go. They don't want Barry to go. So Ollie's like, I'll stay behind too. And Supergirl's, that's fine. I'm more powerful than fucking both of you. Uh, they run. They, they the heroes arrive. Okay, so before we get to the president getting fucking iced, which is wild. Yeah, wild. pretty great. Um, Supergirl's using her X-ray vision. Mix turned on. He's like, oh, so you can see everybody's bits. Yeah, yes. And and Sarah's like, ah, yeah, fucking ignore. But she's like, so how'd you get the name Heatwave? He's like, well. I burned my family alive and I like to set things on fire. Yeah. And she just looks at him and she goes, that's a colorful backstory. That was just, that, that was so for <laughs> people. He's like, what? No, that was supposed to yep. be for people who don't watch Legends of Tomorrow. Exactly. Like, I've got to check this show out. What? You know what I mean? He's a good guy. <laughs> He's on the, the side of the heroes. Yeah, totally. I might need to watch that show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then he's glad like, you recognize that as well. Yeah, but he's like, and he's like, by the way, I'm not calling you Supergirl. That's stupid. And he decides he's going to call her Skirt. I know. Like he's Joe Biden or something. <laughs> hey, these skirts. Let me tell you something, Jack. When I was with Corn Pop the other day and these skirts rolled up, <laughs> malarkey. Um, what was I going to say though? But then, but then later he says he doesn't want to call her Supergirl. But then later he's like, "Help me, Supergirl! Hey, does Supergirl do was, something? Do something, Supergirl!" <laughs> that was pretty funny. I yeah. wish they would do that with him more. Like, <laughs> re- like reveal that he's like maybe they will reveal that he is just this like complete fraud every time he has to be the tough guy. <laughs> so this, that's right after the president gets killed because the yeah. aliens are taking over their mind. So Ollie, do something, Supergirl. Do Supergirl, Supergirl, do something. I'm not gonna call you Supergirl. <laughs> it was right really after. Funny. I've always thought that was funny. I, that's that really funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so Barry's showing Ollie the crisis headline that shows that the Flash is gonna disappear in the crisis, mm-hmm. and. He's all pissed, up, upset with himself about his choice, and I, I did like I, I like Amel here because he's just looking at Barry. He's like, "So you tried to save your mom? I would do the same fucking thing." And he tells him mm-hmm. about his tragic, tragic backstory of dead parents, man. Right. And uh, yeah, insane. Don't worry about it. He's like, he's like, you made, you did something, you fucked up. There's consequences. You move on. You're not a god. And uh, then, so there's the big fight with the mind control heroes because. Uh, Flash and Green Arrow run out there and they're getting their ass kicked and Wally runs out and he helps out and gets hurt. Uh, Barry, uh, the Flash, tricks Supergirl into breaking the machine because they're having a cool race around the city, which I thought looked pretty good, to be perfectly honest, man. Yeah, yeah, yep, that was good. That was a really good scene. I like that. She breaks it because he vibrates at the last minute so she goes through him and breaks the fucking thing. And I was like, ooh, that's some comic book shit. Dig it. Yep. And so <laughs> Green Arrow's having to fight off all the, you know, the weapons-based superheroes. And he and, I love this scene, he and White Canary are just about to throw down. And it goes dark immediately, so you can't tell that it's the stunt doubles, but it just, it's dark immediately. Mm-hmm. And the music dives into this techno-Indian League of Assassins shit as they have a fucking fight. I was like, ooh! That was fucking cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. And but boom, heroes' minds are back, and then they tell Barry, "Hey, we're with you, buddy." And mm-hmm. uh, and 
then all of a sudden the entire cast of Arrow is beamed up onto a ship, mm-hmm. including Ray and Sarah, because that's where they got their start. And that's where we get to the end of the first episode. I'm just going to run right through the Arrow episode. There's okay. anything you have to add. I got to just don't think you will, but just for okay. anyone who's listening to the show and goes, someone happened. Well, according to Netflix, mm-hmm. when aliens invade, Team Green Arrow joins forces with Flash, Supergirl, and the time-traveling legends of tomorrow to face the intergalactic threat. It's like, oh, these are just going downhill. Uh, so here's, <laughs> the, here's the synopsis of what happens. I'm going to do this. Oh, my father was an auctioneer. Let's see how fast I can do this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm saying, you just take a minute. You, you sound a little out of breath already. I know. Let me take a drink, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, so, I want to say, like, you told me I didn't have to watch this episode, and you just sent me like, uh, like a ten minute, like the last, the thing, last ten minutes, which so. is perfect, which was perfect, and like that's literally they were stuck on a ship, and this is how they got off the ship, yep. and what, and what the new threat is. But go ahead. Hey, let me tell you this. Let me tell you, if you just watched Flash and the Legends, yeah, the Legends episode opens with the line, "I can't believe you guys escaped from an alien spaceship," and then they yeah. move right the fuck on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I do think this could have been two for sure. And the more that you tell me about what Arrow actually was, like, yeah. And what Arrow actually was, real quick, again, as I mentioned uh, off the air, was this was also the 100th episode of Arrow. So they wanted to do a kind of a retrospective thing. And they explain that because Oliver finds himself back at Queen Manor. Both his parents are alive. He is about to be married to Laurel Lance, and Diggle is the hood slash Green Arrow. However, it is revealed that he, Diggle, Thea, Sarah Lance, and Ray Palmer are all being held unconscious inside pods aboard the Dominator mothership. Meanwhile, Felicity, Curtis, and Cisco try to hack into the Dominator's mainframe using a piece of their technology. The team recovers a necessary device with the help of Flash and Supergirl and manages to locate the others. Oliver begins seeing flashes of his former life, as do Sarah and Ray. All five captives soon realize they are inside a shared hallucination of simulated reality. Their escape attempt is blocked by manifestations of Malcolm Merlin, Deathstroke the Terminator, and Damian Dark. The group defeats all of them, then leaves the dream and awakens inside the ship, getting ready to escape. And there we go, Travis. Boom. Fantastic. How is Deathstroke in uh, the air? Does he have the, oh, the full gear? Oh, he has the full gear. And full mask, yeah. the best... I think you told me a while back. He's your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's favorite the best. Version. Well, yeah. all Arrow geeks agree. Season two of Arrow, best season there was. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, it's Deathstroke. And it's the best cool. uh, on-screen version of Deathstroke. Okay, Stroke. good to know. Good to know. All right. So, yeah, we're on the ship. So uh, aliens, the, the, the weird-looking aliens are back. So they, 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 They're not weird. They look recycled. <laughs> they well, don't look, the, you know. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the, I'm going to tell you what they look like in the comic book. Yeah. Exactly like this, mm-hmm. except they wore green robes and walked around like people. They weren't all they weren't naked and they didn't have like their fingernails didn't shoot out or anything like that. They right. were scientists and hmm. planners. Sound nice. Uh, yeah, no. but the faces and they didn't have like perfect. like the gnawing teeth they had like they did have that like oh, kinda... no, the faces were they did all the fucking teeth and the dots on their head the red huh. you know what god i shouldn't say that at all because um the red mark on their head oh boy okay i apologize ahead of time um in the comics i shouldn't apologize the comics were racist the hmm. size of the the red circle on their head indicated what cast they were in in their huh. society. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I'm like they're not they weren't promoting casts in DC. Like there's there's not like just we'll just move on why I almost stumbled into a terrible racist uh, fucking line. Sure. (laughs) I I think I can kind of figure it out. (laughs) Why I switched to circle. Yes. Okay. Okay. Ah, You're good. You're good, buddy. You're good. You're all right. That was accidental. That was accidental. Yeah, it always is. Okay, so they're escape. They're escaping in an escape pod. They don't know how to fucking uh, get away. There's hordes and hordes of Dominator ships coming at them, and dun dun dun, the fucking Wave Rider comes and saves them. Yeah, being flown by Nate Haywood. Yeah, that was pretty rad. Yeah, and he gets them on the ship. Of course, he knows Ollie. Hey, like, welcome to the Wave Rider. Hey, thanks, Nate. You know, and from the beginning of this season. Right. And before we get to, I got to share this one. I got to share, just going to fucking annoy you, but I have to. Right. The only IMDb, IMDb. Yeah, the only IMDb I'm going to read. I was going to tell you real quick on the IMDb. Here's the only things of note in, the, the, in Goose was, of course, when the Flash is catching bullets in, you know, they slow it down. So he, he shows moving the bullets, you know, and he's at super speed. People mm-hmm. that, you know the size of that bullet does not match. Okay, that doesn't right, match right. the. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? The the reviews tended to be on the seven and upside. People really loved them, generally, mm. with a few critiques. The other half were people infuriated by them because why should I have to watch more than why should I watch it have to watch some other show? to watch my show just yeah. people very annoyed very annoyed, yeah. very annoyed by that i'm like ah, i guess like i guess if, if you're watching it in syndication you know and okay i can see that being annoying like maybe or or if you don't have the channel like if she was on cb but it wasn't supergirl so it was all on cw this is all on yeah, CW. Yeah, yeah there's not it's not costing you any extra money that's weird yeah it, maybe it, you it don't was, have a dvr maybe i don't know what the it was a lot of that it was, or a lot of i bought this you know it was yeah a lot of it and a lot of it seemed definitely for people by the way it was written for people from other countries so i'm like okay, okay i get it oh, yeah. but this one another country because he's an australian he's from australian 124 from march 2019 I think he gave it two two stars with the title Fast Forward. Fine if you are a fanatic at the time to watch The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and or Supergirl to make sense of this invasion. I'm like, yeah, that was me. Moronic idea. (laughs) Thanks. I watched Legends years ago. Then my sister told me of Arrow. I get to a point in season five where this invasion is slotted between the regular episodes. And then I find out there's an invasion episode in Flash? Who is the brain behind this confusing, unnecessary intermingling of four separate shows, which some people may not like? Seven question marks. Supergirl at one stage looked like a lesbian show with Alex and Maggie. One third of each episode is devoted to their antics. The show's muck up the history. Jimmy Olsen was never a black guy in all the Superman shows. Movies. All of a sudden, we have homosexuals, lesbians, dot, 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 and that's when the heart attack happened. That's what I think, too. Yeah, you're probably right. 
<laughs> Jesus. That took a turn. That was, that went yeah. from yeah, what I was no, talking it's about like, before. I think he kind of buried the lead there. I think he kind of got what he wanted to get to a little sooner. Yeah. <laughs> or a little later there. I think that was, yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I read that one, I'm going, I'm laughing at the beginning and then like, whoa, hey, sharp, sharp fucking right turn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so before we go on, Travis, real quick, something came back today. That's right. It's not my back health. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you like I, I, I guess while you're on your on the like on the rehab, on the rehabilitation trail, you got a chance to listen to, or you do have a chance if you haven't already to listen to yours, mine, and the truth. I returned my my show, my podcast returned where I look at uh, texts from my youth with old friends, and this one was so much fun, man. It was so much fun. We talked about Super Mario Brothers and what was our favorite Super Mario Brothers game. And uh, yeah, it was me and my buddy Max, who you know, and uh, my buddy uh, Kevin McKenzie. It's such a good time. So look for that here on the Palm Podcast Network. Um, then other than that, yeah, we got Mystery Titan Theater. Still going strong. If you guys haven't heard, listened to the last, most recent one with Big Z, then you that should. So much fun. So yeah. much fun. Yeah. All right. So now we're at part three of Invasion. And here's the Netflix synopsis. <laughs> Teamed up with Flash and other metahumans, the legends traveled in 1951 to abduct a dominator, but unwittingly precipitate a final showdown. <laughs> it's just the slow descent. I guess, yeah. You're right. It did just get a little less and less. Maybe they realized, well, you know, this isn't working. The Netflix synopsis guy. Let's just wrap this. There's individual up. ones. There's the guy who has to watch Legends, and the guys, the guy who has to watch Legends writes those reviews. I had to watch these other fucking shows because he just right. said Flash and other metahumans. Like, I don't watch that Arrow bullshit. <laughs> Supergirl, <laughs> super fuck you. <laughs> so they're back at the Hall of Justice. And they figure out that the whole reason that they were under the whammy was they were trying to keep them occupied while they were trying to find the weaknesses of metahumans. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. fine. Because that is the major plot point. They think metahumans are a threat to the universe. So the heroes decide that we need to get our hands on a Dominator. And Nate is like, hey, I know how. You know, 1951, let's go fucking get one. Right. <laughs> and again, he, I know exactly what you mean. He is so comfortable, mm-hmm. steps it right up. He's charming. And I think like he's kind of like a with everybody here is kind of like and seeing some of these actor other actors he's kind of the new kid on the block and some of them have been yes. on these shows longer and i think he was kind of like all right i'm going to show that i've i've got the chops here and and like i think he like that's what i mean like i think i can see like like it's like great athletes rise to the occasion when mm. they have to play these big games like when you're surrounded by okay now they're going to see that uh that uh breckenmeyer charm baby yeah, especially them doing it this way where you're only going to be on the legends part of the crossover. So there's a lot of performances being seen and he's like, okay. And he's just so, again, you said comfortable and that is exactly right. He just yeah. feels natural in the middle of all this insanity. He feels natural. The only thing bad, like I said, is a stupid helmet. It's the worst. It made no sense for him to be wearing it at that time. But he also has to do the thing on these shows they do and in the movies where in order to get away with wearing the masks and it doesn't look stupid, they're wearing black eyeshadow. Right. 
So he's wearing yeah, the yeah, black yeah. eyeshadow under the fucking helmet. It's uh, yes. I'm so glad they get they they fucking got rid of that shit. Hmm. <laughs> so because that's what they wear when they go to kidnap a Dominator. So mm-hmm. it's Nate, Nate and uh, Mick and uh, Amaya and Cisco and Felicity want to go along because Cisco wants to get away from Barry and Felicity's like fuck it a time ship. And when and Felicity, you were saying she eventually you know got to win you over. It, the character and especially here if you're not used to the character, the character can be a bit much. Yeah, especially here where she's like best team up ever. Yeah, the, super the, quirks. Yeah, it, for it, sure. Yeah, but on the show Arrow, where they deeply, you know, they really expand upon the characters, she gets to really show off. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic, and uh, but yeah, here I could barely stand her. I could barely stand Cisco in this one too, and I love his character. There's like here's the guys who have one-liners, and that's what they're gonna do in this episode. And because the, they're here as tech support, I hated that bit when they were they come and rescue the guy. So they go, they kidnap the fucking Dominator, or they're about to, and Young Smith shows up, and he captures our heroes and the Dominator. So we're back at the Back to the Future, and the yes. new president. Wants to meet with the heroes. The heroes. I love just, that. I laughed out loud at the new. By the way, the new president called. They're all pretty cavalier about it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he even says, "Flash says," which normally would be a good thing, but no, yes. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and I wanted to mention real quick. Um, there's an episode of Flash in this same season that I highly recommend to really get a grasp of not just him as an actor, but it's a musical episode. And they use all the different cast members from all these different shows who have a musical theater background, including Grant Gustin here and, and Melissa Benoit, the Supergirl here. Uh, they were on Glee, you know, a terrible show, but they can fucking sing. And of Jesse L. Martin, who plays fucking Joe West here, who you know mm-hmm. from Law and Order. Yeah, well, he's a huge Broadway star, Garber's in it, the whole nine yards. And it's super fun and hmm. wonderful. Uh, the bad guy is the music meister, which it sounds stupid, but it's awesome. Right. No, no, I know who that is. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, you're from the cartoon. Was, yeah, yeah, and uh, Brave and the Bold, yeah. Oh, you voiced, voiced by the uh, Voiced by Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, this is the TV version of Music Meister. So huh. it's, it's a wonderful episode, highly recommend it. And so they time travel. We already skipped all the fucking Stein shit. They land there. Uh, they have the side effects of time travel. That, I know. That- I like when she's like flinging flarp. This is where I'm saying there's the right, right little bits of uh, uh, quirk in her. That's a, like I was liking her more. Like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, and here, because here's what I don't know who wrote this for her or whatever, because she also went Darmark and Gelada Tanagra, which is for anyone who's a Star Trek The Next Generation fan, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra is, you know what that fucking is. So, what is it? It's from the episode Darmok, where Picard and the other alien captain are on the planet and they're having to fight an invisible monster and the other alien, they only speak, they figure out they only speak in metaphor. That's their language. And he has to, it's it's awesome. It's pretty, pretty inside. It's awesome. That's fucking dope. And so the ledges leave them on the ship. They off to go on their mission and uh, they're all, talking about this wouldn't it be cool you'd think the time traveling aliens would be cool but this kind of is fucking scary and weird <laughs> and, <Yes. laughs> and so 
Yeah, they're in the cell. And here, our powers don't work. Something was in the tranquilizers, which was fucking dumb because I'm like, that's, yeah, it's a totem. It's a magic totem that, no. And immediately and they also, get out of the why cell, was it, it like, this is the guy, this is the guy uh, who's, who's dodging or and dodging swatting away bullets when he steal. All of a sudden he's, He's getting hit by a tranquilizer dart. Tranquilizer dart. And the dart was in his leather of his costume, which was mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and Good thing you put that on, dork. <laughs> <laughs> well, it so- really dulled my senses. I wasn't, wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> so they start talking to the Dominator. And he's like, we're here to see if metas are a threat because suddenly you have metahumans and it's the JSA. They're picking up on the JSA. Which I thought was a cool little touch. You know, d- d- establishes them as the first superheroes. And mm-hmm. um, so then we go to the, the future uh, or the present, as it were, and old glasses surprises Flash and the others. I think it's going to be the Prez. Oh, hey, by the way, the, yeah. the guy who played the young 50s version of him? Yeah, that guy. Should have been me. Should have been me. It should have been you. It should have been me. If I show that to my wife, she's gonna totally just like, "You're right. You're right." God damn, Mm. (laughs) dude. Let me tell you, um, there's a a supporting character on this show for the last three seasons who just was just announced as bumped up to series regular. Oh yeah. Today on Legends, who I see every time and go, should have been Travis. (laughs) We'll get to him, but should have been T. And oh boy. You know, the guy seems like a wonderful dude. I've seen interviews with him, but should have been you, brother. So the heroes take out the men in black and they confront glasses. And he's like, the Dominators think you're a threat. And frankly, so do I. And uh, they want you, Mr. Allen. Because... Yeah, I know you do. You have a really good impression of him. You've honored his legacy quite Uh well, Johnny. He's a Canadian hero. I would never make fun of him. I know, I know, I know. And and because Flashpoint broke the truce that they had brokered back in 1951. You did, Mr. Allen. That's right. <laughs> there you go. That was very good. Yeah. That was very good. Mm-hmm. And so Cisco has a trans... Oh, yeah, because they, uh, they rescued the fucking in the past. Uh, the, the geeks rescue him. They rescued the Dominator. They sent him on one of his ships. That they had on the wave rider which they actually did so they didn't just pull that out of their ass and they contact him when they're back to the future and he's like hey you know i'll spare your lives but we want fucking barry allen or we're gonna drop a, a, a meta bomb mm-hmm. and yeah, it's gonna take out all the metas and lots of people too and that was from the comic too but the meta bomb only affected meta humans and was killing all the meta humans till they could find a cure and the bomb does drop. It goes across the three fat issues of art I thought was cool at the time, which is not <laughs> in a hmm. story I thought was cool at the time. And is not. Oh, Todd McFarlane. A lot of Todd McFarlane. That, oh, yeah? That I, yeah. It goes back and forth. There's, there's McFarlane that does a bit of this. Interesting. And so they want the Flash or else, you know, they're going to you know, fuck everybody up. So suddenly there's Dominator ships everywhere. Cisco vibes him and Nate up to the Dom ship and uh, for another talk with the Dominator for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, well, what happens when men like glasses over there get powers? They've seen it before. Yeah. And this is when Cisco goes, oh my God, 
we fucked up by introducing metahumans to them in the past because, and that's why Barry and my brother and, oh, I feel bad, yeah. don't feel. And it was so no basic. Sense. That was no so, sense. Yeah. And it's so, maybe, it, it, maybe it's funny, like, how are we going to get out of this on Flash? Yeah. And get back maybe. to, and mm-hmm. get back to them being friends. I like the dilemma of Barry Allen um, having to make the sacrifice. And that was pretty good. Yeah, he's going to, uh, of course he will. Yeah. He's a, yeah. yeah. Like that was like, you can save the world. And it fits in with like, because, and that does fit like him owning that mistake before. And, and that's the way that they're like, no, you don't have to do it because we all make mistakes. <laughs> like that's just, that's just too bad that that's how they had to wrap it up. You know what I mean? It, it's one of the criticisms of the first three seasons of Flash is there's a lot of mopey Barry and, mm-hmm. you know, moping about this and moping about that or like or being a martyr about this or that and the other. Right. And, yeah. And to it be to a point where I think the writers noticed it and they said, okay, we're done with that shit. You know, he's, he's yeah. just cool. He's a cool fucking superhero and, you know, who's married to the love of his life. And mm-hmm. this is about a married couple who one of them is a superhero. And that's what the show just, becomes. He's got a little more smarm than I'd expect Flash to have. Hmm. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe hmm. that's just what I was, what, what I was, yeah. Anyways. Hmm. He's not smarm. bad. He, yeah. smarm. Again, you really can't. Smarm. Smarm. Okay. Smarm. Yes. <laughs> Sharma. Um, so Dominator ships are open. Oh, so Cisco makes up with Barry, okay? Because right before that, when, when he said, when Flash says, I'm going to sacrifice myself, you know, can't stop me. And Ollie's like, Barry's like, Who, who's going to stop me? You and one army and this one. I'm like, you know what? Stan Lee would write the same fucking thing. So fine yeah oh yeah that was good cheese that i like that i really liked yep. and especially the way they were all there and they look good they were all spread out there's yeah. another part oh. there's a part at the end there where they're all spread out it was like a social distance team photo it's the, it was <laughs> awesome they know how to stand these heroes so everyone is in the fucking shot yeah. dude yeah. and that's yeah. how you that's how jack kirby drew and yeah. because it's flash's ex bad guy who gets to, to give him the pep talk which i love when uh right. When it's Mick goes, Red, I don't like you. When you've got a crew, you don't take a hit for the rest. Mm-hmm. It, which for geek me is, yep, that's his, that's one of his villains who's not his villain anymore. And, that's cool. And, and he's the one telling him, come on, buddy. <laughs> Let's go kick some alien ass. As the yeah. Dominator ships are opening up all over Earth, the Metabomb has dropped. Stein runs in, he's got the weapons made. And they have to be put on all the Dominators really fast. And the mm-hmm. Flash go, gets to say, you know, fast is what I do or some shit that I yeah. liked. And they're so they up on go a up down, f- downtown Vancouver rooftop. Here. Oh, yes. Like, I wanted to ask you about these. Yeah. Fucking oh, rooftops. yeah. And you see and you see um, like clear as day. That's BC Place. That's where, uh, mm. you know, that's our big stadium. That's where they hosted the uh, like opening and closing ceremony of the Olympics. That's wow. where our, the CFL team plays. It's where like the big concerts are. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's where the Whitecaps play. Our, uh, our uh, football or our soccer team football is is correct as well in many parts of the country in most parts of the country <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's nice uh it's been around a long time it, it it's it's so it's it was it was in need of a uh, uh like it cost a lot of money to, to redo the roof but now it, it, it's really made the skyline look a lot more uh modern 
And that's why I like it totally good for these uh, sci-fi uh, mm -hmm. shows, right? Because uh, it can look uh, like not only modern, but like futuresque, you know? Oh, by the way, speaking of sci-fi shows, for those of you listening who give a shit about this sort of thing, and uh, I almost voted in this speak, but uh, I tried once and said to sign into Facebook to do it. And so that's all I need to not do something. But the People's Choice Awards nominations are out. And yeah. our beloved Legends of Tomorrow is up for the People's Choice Award for Best Sci-Fi Fantasy Show. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> if you're one of the people. You're one of the people. Get your vote in. You are allowed vote today. To vote. vote now and vote often. Vote now. Now I know there's some other election going on, but this who is gives the most, a shit? This is way this more. This is important. way more. This okay <laughs> to me. Way more important okay? <laughs> uh, because because uh, because uh, I'm just not feeling good. I've got a bad uh, like like Han Solo. I got a bad feeling about this. So people, give me something. Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> People's Choice Award, please, <laughs> please. I need this one. I need this one. <laughs> so they're fighting dominators on the roofs, like you said. Uh, I don't even mind this. Ray picks up a dominator, flies him up, and like drops him off a building and goes, see you later, dominator. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and Barry's tagging all the Dominators with the fucking devices on their necks. Sarah and Cisco have a tractor beam on the Gene Bomb. Oh, Gene Bomb is what they called it in the comic book. It's Meta Bomb here. Boy, I'm a fucking geek. And, <laughs> and Firestorm, he's trying to transmute it, and he can't. And Stein mentions, he's like, I have a daughter named Lily. And oh, that was enough. And boom, he changes it into water at the... Everything right. was cutting back and forth. Right, and like, that looked great. Exciting. That looked awesome. Fun. That looked good. Yeah, this this is when the FX looked way better than before. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, one of the Dominators knocks a green arrow off the roof, and here comes Supergirl, and she saves Oliver. So, of course, he's like, yeah, I'm a dick. And they keep going fight. I love when they just run at each other. Just Here's how we fight. Everyone, run! And just yeah. run at the fucking aliens. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they're having to fight against nothing? I'm imagining or stunt people with or a bunch of bunch of guys in green suits. No green suits. A bunch of guys in green yeah. green suits and ping pong balls on them. That's some, it's either that or nothing. So no, nah, I think it's probably that. It's probably the yeah. green suits. There's there's too much. Uh, there was too much. That. Like there there was enough there not to, you know. You can tell when somebody's miming. Like remember Obi Wan was supposed to be looking at Jar Jar's eyes and it's more like his like neck. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Although so, that was, oh, that Ahmed Best was on the set at that time, so I don't know. What do I know? Well, were his actual eyes down in the neck? I mean, yeah, was, maybe he was. Um, I've always, I always used to do that. As a, I didn't always use it. When I was a little more of a, a shithead kid, I would look in the mouth of mascots and say hi. <laughs> I was twenty-three. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Party. That's not a real ice cream cone. <laughs> so they hit the button. Dominators are in pain and they, they flee the planet and the good guys win. And then we get, and there was some criticism of this. And I'm look, I know use of the American flag, especially now, can it be, it's been used aggressively by assholes, but I'm American. I'm not particularly 
proud of the flag. But I'm like, no, I like what I think it stands for. You know what it stands for for me? That's what it stands in the Hall of Justice. Well, the mm-hmm. President of the United States, a very good-looking um, African-American yeah, lady. They made. They called her hot. I didn't think she was that hot. That oh, she, she was hot. Hey, both right. Nick and Sarah wanted to fuck her. Yeah, know, was that was a her. weird touch. Uh, it was unnecessary, to be quite honest, that long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hot, hot, hot. He's, it's a flame. I don't know. It's a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, right. But she's a... But, you know, she's like, we're honoring our brave superheroes. And I'm like, I dig it. I like this. I'm corny. I don't give a fuck. This is mm-hmm. it's the Hall of Justice. Of course the president is going to. And then let's get drunk because that's still the Berlanti verse because it always flips to this. Hey, yeah. time to get, get poet- fucked up. <laughs> I laughed out loud at post-ceremony get-together. Oh, yeah. They do this all the time with these shows. There's, mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, as this show goes on, Nate not only uh, – Nate experiments with drugs on this show constantly, it, right. but but without Oops. like, but with no like, Nate, what's wrong with you? I was like, well, I had to get to the spirit realm some way or another. Kind of, <laughs> nice, I like it. Yeah, Great. it's fun. This is warming up to me more and more, man. <laughs> and all right, so there's a couple lines here coming. Okay, up go ahead. That, Like I picked up on, obviously. First one is. Uh, Brandon Rouse saying she kind of looks like my cousin I, I because he was Superman and Superman's oh, cousin is, that's is, awesome uh, that's a yeah. great fucking joke come on yeah it was all right no that's it, good. but no it doesn't make sense within the their universe as how do you know he doesn't sense. have a hot blonde cousin how do you know Ray Palmer doesn't have a hot blonde cousin <laughs> doesn't matter then then it's not a joke then it's not a joke it's like oh yeah it's a joke for the viewing audience it's not he's not making it i'm not mad about that that's that's kind of like um the the, i get unreasonably mad i've only watched rise of skywalker one and a half times and i haven't watched it all the way (laughs) and a half okay yeah like i just have i'm not drawn to to watch it again usually i'll watch even the star wars movies that i'm not mad about more than once Mm. but i like i was unreasonably mad about uh chewy getting a medal at the end like fuck off nobody that was only that's such a wink wink kind of thing like when you were a kid you were upset that he didn't get a medal i fucking was yeah but that's but 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 that's not what star wars movies are they don't they don't be like wink wink culture oh no no i agree that it was fucking lame to do it in the movie yeah, but but, and, and you, just when in I was general, seven years old, leaving <laughs> yeah. the theater for the first time. Yes, I was with my mind blown and my life changed. You were still every puzzled. Way, why I was going? Get... Why didn't Chewie get a fucking medal, Mom? <laughs> seven, I was. I know, but that's and that, that's just I'm not mad about that kind of joke uh, in pop culture generally. But then later, glasses but, well, because right. Because right before, right before they do that joke, um, that Ray says, as as Kara, Supergirl, walks by Felicity, they look at each other with a double take because they look identical. To I know, the I know. Exact same fucking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go ahead. Her her, her secret identity is her identity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so she calls them Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, yeah. That's, that's fine. What's wrong with that's that? That's the Avengers, right? Yeah, it's also been used by, you know, I don't think, I don't think Marvel has a fucking trademark on it. Wait, yeah, okay. but it's like saying it's clobbering time. It's the no, same that's thing. That's a little, I don't know. No, they were Avengers so they were, you series. Think were, you think they were uh, you know, fucking with my No, I think it was not. just meant to be like, 
uh, yeah, we're the, uh, <laughs> like that was the name of uh, an animated series from 2010 to 2013 was of the Avengers. Well, Earth no, Mightiest like I Heroes. mentioned, man, I read that book Slugfest and they do that kind of shit to each other often. I would imagine they're like, yeah, we're Earth's Mightiest Heroes, you know, you know. I guess. I mean, like, it just, it, like, it just, it doesn't, they, do they had never, they had never really done a sort of thing like that at all before. It just, so it didn't make any sense here. Like both, no, so both of those, both of those two little cutesy wootsy jokes fell really flat for me. Uh, <laughs> I just I like, like, like I think, I, like to me, I thought that they thought they were hipper than they thought they were mm. when they did those. Uh, I, um, like, I like the cousin one myself. Yeah, like, yeah. You got Ollie apologizes to Kara. That's when mm -hmm. they, they have the group hug. She says, "There's my ears." Uh, and Cisco gives her a device, a breaching device, so they can yeah, get some back sort of interdimensional doohickey, which is basically, and this is how we can bring you back anytime we need to, right? Oh yeah, yeah, but but breaching throughout the universes is well established at this point. It's you know, Cisco, Cisco didn't just pull this out of his asshole. They they have these. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was I thought it was meant to be a quick little. Uh, hey, that's what I just uh, put together for you. <laughs> no, he might have made, like, here's a more smaller compact one that you can wear as a brooch, but mm. like, these are well-established uh, things that got it, on Flash especially. Because mm -hmm. Vibe, I don't know, he, in the comics, he just had like vibrational powers. And on the show, he, could, he has those, he could take his consciousness places, he can travel throughout dimensions. It, they get a lot done with Vibe for as long as they have him have powers. But uh, real quick, uh, as he gives it to her, you can call us anytime. Mick walks by. Hey, skirt, call me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, she'll call him and he'll say, "What, Supergirl? Help me!" Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his new fetish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he hangs up. <laughs> yeah. And so glasses shows up, and uh, Supergirl uh, says, "Hey, man, I, I spoke to the president." You know, because they on her Earth they have the DEO, the Department of Extra Normal Operations, and that's who Supergirl works with, and they handle alien uh, issues and handle them well. And uh, and she, she's like, oh, she loves it, and she'd also love my suggestion to send you to Antarctica, Antarctica. where where you will surely die, yes. you eighty year old man. That's so that was so just like. And that's like the end of like a Scooby. No, no, like some like even like lower budget. Like that's a Nickelodeon. Okay, no, but you know I wouldn't mind it so much if it was the young glasses getting that treatment. Like, oh, I'm going to Antarctica. That's that's you know that's the end of Stripes. But but I looked at that man. I was like, Supergirl, you just murdered a man. Is he gonna get off the plane? Okay, I don't think so. This was his last part, Travis. I know. You've been making fun of them all episode, man. Shameful. Canadian hero. Um, so there was a nice little line where Sarah, Sarah and Ollie go, so weird things all just started with the two of us on a boat. This, this whole Berlantiverse started with just those two characters mm -hmm. uh, as the first two quote-unquote superheroes. And within five years, and it was, it was all supposed to be grounded and realistic as ninjas could be in that kind of shit. And right. within a few years, they were like, no, nah, these are hits. Let's go full fucking comic. Let's yep. go fucking Aliens, crazy. time travel. And then the end with more alcohol, because Barry and Allie just go to a bar to get some drinks together and have a nice little scene together. Wait, you did skip over this lot, that little, little bit with Jackson Stein. Oh, like, I forgot all about where that. He, like, I, that is so I, stupid. I, I don't know what they're trying to say there. So, like, well, you talk to him back. So he says, 
like we've got a problem here because you talk you went back and talked to your younger self and talked him into not fucking up things with Clarissa. But uh-huh. now you I fucked it up. I, I I went back and did it so much. It's like you went all the way to pound town. So the I, idea uh, is what's the idea that they had a like completely non-sexual relationship up until that point? They had no, never had No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're you're looking way too into this terrible fucking joke. It's literally cuz remember I even made the joke when the, when the episode happened, when I said, I mean, the joke, hey, go home and fuck your wife. That's what he did. He has a kid. So yeah. he's telling Jefferson, we're right, because they talked about this last episode. We're right. I, when, when I interacted with myself, it caused, you know, me to have a kid. And so instead of Jefferson saying something to <laughs> Professor Stein, the guy he shares a mind with, and would know better. Instead of being like, holy shit, man, you went back and, you know, you got, you got her pregnant or, you know, you have a kid. He's like, yo, you went to pound town. Oh, I'm like, what? what? That was what just, I just doing? go, oof. What are you oof. doing? No. Yes. Uh, it's, no, that's all it was. Yeah. I mean, unless, it's, unless Stein should have said, he slapped him and said, watch your fucking mouth. That's my wife you're talking about. Bizarre. This makes no fucking sense. I know. It was so bizarre. Um, I did want to say before that last convo or conversation with Ollie and uh, one last conversation with Ollie and Sarah. We see uh, Katie's in braids again. Oh, yes, I know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And when not in braids, hair crimper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dig it. And... Of course, Barry and Ali go out to a bar for shots and beers, just talking about shit. These two are very good together. You didn't really get to see a lot of it here. But mm-hmm. The two of them are very good together. Mm-hmm. And it all just got, yeah, it's interesting that here's this Legends episode. Again, the Legends episode that wraps up with the Arrow and Flash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who are the two big, at this point, they're the big stars of this universe. And so... Mm-hmm. And that that doesn't bother me because I want them to go. Just tell the story you're telling with the four episodes of what you have at your fingertips, and figure it out that way, which is what they do, to and make it work. Don't try mm-hmm. to. As we wrap this show up, as the, what they learned is you don't have to involve everyone. The, the next crossover is like I said, Crisis on Earth X involves pretty much everyone's four nights, and it's epic and it's great. The next one. Legends aren't in it because it made no sense to have them in it. Okay. They had their own thing going on. It would have been silly. It wouldn't have made any sense to even have them in it. So they're not even in it, you know, where they don't feel obligated. Sure. You know, that's good. That's good. But here, you know, they're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. So all in all, Travis, Mm. you know, of of the people you were introduced to the, the first time, here. Mm-hmm. I think I told you. Who I was your favorite? Yeah. Who was your Supergirl. Favorite? Maybe Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah. She stood out for so. sure. Um, she's outstanding. Yeah. She she looks like she's got that kind of star quality. Uh, that will be something afterwards. Uh, uh, yeah. And beyond that, what else? I didn't love Tom Cavanaugh's character. This is one of his more annoying. Okay. Yeah, and feels more forced and kind of, he's a hipster. It, it, it is. Know. Well, no, he's not just a hipster. He's, and, and I, because all the Wells are super, super smart. Turns out he's more of an idea man who yeah. made himself a fortune by hiring this right smart people and motivating them. They do 
rescue the character to the point where at the end, the character sacrifices himself to save, to save somebody's life at the end of the season. So, you know, but there's one other season where he's called Sherlock Wells and he's French and he's a detective and it's at first unbearable. You're like, oh, he's doing the French accent, but he's a detective. And <laughs> at first, and his name is Sherlock. And, ugh. and by the end of the season, you're like, oh, I like Sherlock because he's that good at getting this shit over. But some of it is rough to start with. And HR here was rough to start with. But I could go on and on because I watch all these fucking shows. I dig them all. They're my comfort food. They are, man. They are for you. I could see that. And, and like, I get it. It's like, uh, yeah, if you got something that, that, that feels like a warm blanket. It really uh, is. Then, then, yeah, you wrap it, wrap it up, B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, I've been doing it lately uh, with Star Trek Voyager, um, yeah. watching Captain Janeway, who I'd like to get a warm blanket around me. Me and Catherine Janeway. Oh, that's me. That's what I said, like talking about yours. That's been me and uh, just Mario Brothers lately. Yeah. Mm, feeling that way about Mario. Wait, you want to yeah. wrap Mario? Yeah, mustache. You want to wrap Mario must, in, in a Mustache in a, fever. Must, free mustache rides. Yeah. <laughs> you want to wrap Mario in a blanket by a fireplace? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Gideon, guys. Follow us, guys, Gideon on Twitter. Um, Travis, thank you so much. This was a great time. And uh, everyone, uh, thanks for listening once again. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nice.